0: You, you, know what, you know what's that. funny? You know what's funny is I know, I know what's gonna happen. When, oh, when we're man. walking down the halls of NADA, yeah. it's gonna, somebody's happen, gonna give g- me somebody's g- a little- Dude, they're gonna <laughs> grab your ass and go, G-Man! <laughs> hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the hard shop life. All right, all right, all right. Here we are again for another episode of Hard Shop Life with your coaches. I'm Coach Janda. G Man. <laughs> G to the man. How are you? I went G- big man. on that one, big. You did. I'm yeah. proud of you. Good job.
1: Hopefully, I don't pop anybody's speakers in their car.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're back. We're here. Yep. Uh, I want to let everybody know we, we are safe. We're okay. Um, We're alive. We're alive. I mean, (laughs) we did have the flu. Did you you get the flu, right? Oh God. The flu. flu. I I had, I, we had some kind of thing. I mean, it wasn't because of that, that we were off. It's just, we've, um, got a whole new account. Yeah. Right. We've been working with that account recently. We just launched a couple new ones. actually. Yeah. A couple of them. And we've been, uh, going hard on the paint, which is what they say, you know, like working hard. Sure. And so, uh, yeah, but you know, it feels so good G man. It feels so good when we have people just reach out going, where is your episode? Where's your next episode? Like what's going on? You know, I, I, I had a listener the other day literally reach out going, listen man it's what made you guys let's let's go like where's the content we want to know what what's going on what's new out there what's happening how are you guys handling things yeah all this change you know i want to hear what my brothers and sisters are experiencing out there in the field i'm like dang i'm in yeah i mean it's
1: good it's good that people you know listen and and uh uh you know we were talking about that today it's like it's like sometimes we talk into the mic and you think nobody's out there listening to us. <laughs> but it, they were they were uh, teasing me today about the buttocks thing that I made. Bro, people want to smack you in the time. ass.
0: They're going to smack you in the ass, bro. If you, you, know what, heard you know what's that. funny? You know what's funny is I know, I know what's going to happen. When, when oh, we're man. walking down the halls of NADA, yeah. it's going to happen <laughs> little... to Dude, they're going to grab your ass and go, man." <laughs> Wow, this whole
1: conversation is really out of context. (laughs) If you didn't listen to that episode, you got to go back and listen um but oh. yeah it, it feels so no 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 <laughs> hold on you good. can't
0: leave oh, because if people are going to go back so so we had an episode recently and where we talk about love yep. languages mm-hmm. and how you know essentially are in communication and understanding others and so g-man was was you know said yeah, my love language is Dutch you know and I know that it probably isn't appropriate for the workplace right, right? And it's like <laughs> it's even though it's my love language it's not something that it's like I should really Talk about to yeah. everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, you know. We,
1: I'm not running around the shop hugging everybody. Yeah. Sure. yeah you know?
0: So, uh, <laughs> we, we've had a couple of listeners and, and, and actually some, uh, you know, some accounts of ours, right? Yep. That have brought that up to the G Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Just for, my, just for the record,
0: mine is praise yes. and, and, a, yeah. and, and affirmation yeah. and all those good. So those, those are mine. No all palm right. in the buttocks. No, there. No, 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 no. Don't no, touch no. me. Don't no. touch me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Man. All right. So so we've been out, but we're so happy to be back. We are actually um, – it's funny. We we just got back from celebrating a win yeah. uh, with our yeah. client. We went to a nice dinner. Very, very well taken care of. Uh G Man got the lobster what? Where'd pot you...
1: pie. Lobster Popeye. Lobster uh, Popeye. Yep. Popeye.
0: Oh pot pie. Pot pie, yeah. You not Popeye, not like not paw pie. Paw pie. pot pie. Pie. Yeah. pie. Okay. So you got the lobster <laughs> pot pie. Yep. Uh how was it?
1: Oh, it was delicious. Yeah. It was awesome. I honestly like if anybody, you know, and I don't know if it's just the Bay Area, but Michael Mina yeah, the yeah. So any Just of his stuff. restaurants are fantastic, and I didn't know that was, was a, a Michael Mina restaurant. And then the the waiter was talking about how that was like Michael Mina's like special dish that he made, and he kind of like sold it. And I was like, I have to have it. I have to have the the. Lobster. Dude, it was a whole show. Yeah, it was a show. they dude. roll out this
0: thing, and yeah. then they cut it, and they do the, it. Was it was a nice. whole.
1: It was an experience the way they did it, and they take the pot pie and dismantle it in front of you. And it's, it's yeah. And it tasted delicious. It was
0: amazing. Okay. So here's the question. Was it worth the price? No, no, Wow. It wasn't worth the price. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I mean,
1: from the, I don't know the whole experience and everything. I'm not saying I regret it. I don't regret it, but would I go buy that again because it was just so delicious? It was worth that? Uh, probably not. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So
0: you bought it for the first experience? I just bought it because
1: it sounded sounded delicious, first of all, because the way he sold it. And, you know, like I appreciate Michael Mina's stuff. And then the, he talked about the experience. So it was kind of like the whole package. Right. I was like, he just kind of so he pulled me into it. And I was like, okay, okay. all right, I want to try it. And so I tried it. I, I thought it was really cool. I thought the experience was cool. If somebody asked me, I'd say, you got to try it. Okay. It's delicious. Okay. So you you would advocate yeah. for. It. Okay. And if you're a huge lobster fan, like you really just love lobster, then you probably would like it more than me, because okay. I'm not a huge lobster fan. Oh, to that's begin so with.
0: true. Yeah. I just realized that. Yeah.
1: So it was also a thing too, where I was kind of trying to question like my taste buds. You know, like, I'm glad. I, I, hold on. Outside I gotta, hold my comfort on, zone.
0: Hold on. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I'm telling you why right now, because we have some listeners in Maine. Yeah. Right. And we've been to Maine. Yep. And we have friends in Maine. Yep. And you didn't eat lobster. After nope. <laughs> <laughs> so if one of our main friends is listening, they'd be like, oh, this son of a gun, just go ahead and eat lobster. I, know. I,
1: know. I didn't wow. eat lobster when we were in Boston either. You I know? know. So yeah. I wow. Just, I just never been a fan. Typically that gets rubbery and I just don't see the appeal to it, you know? Uh, but this was definitely not rubber. It was super tender and like very buttery and like it was cooked really well. And that with the pastry from the the pie and the the sauce and everything it was really good. It was really good, delicious. Okay. okay, but it's not worth the price. I get it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was significant. Hey, it was. You could get a, a damn nice steak. Yeah. At Cut in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, true. okay, well that, that that's true. Yeah. That was a bit
0: much. If I had
1: to yeah. choose between those two, yeah, yeah do I'm well, doing that one. Right.
0: You don't like lobster. It makes sense. Well,
1: yeah, and I, I mean, you know, and they had steak on the menu too, but I was just thinking, you know. I'm just going to go outside my my wheelhouse today
0: yeah so one of the things we do so to our audience members is is uh you know what we you know we our our motto right is we raise the customer experience to justify the price point yeah right when when people ask us you know what do you guys do like what is it i'm like well we 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 look at your systems we identify your talent which is your people And we put together uh, the framework in place to build the playbook that makes you successful, right? To Mm -hmm. make sure that the customer feels the joy of doing business with you. And that comes at a price. Yeah. And so, you know, we had, we took the top advisor right of of this last month of of our new client here in, in the Northwest and uh, took him out. He blew it out of the water, did incredible job, but he'd never been to like a nice fancy, fancy restaurant. Mm. Right. So we take him out yeah, and we take the manager and the lane manager and uh, and, the, and the team. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go to this nice dinner now. You know, it's funny because at the end of the dinner, I asked a question we asked, you know, hey, Brandon, like. What what stood out? He goes, you know, I've never been to a restaurant where the waiter comes over and puts your napkin on your lap for you. Like lap, like literally makes it very yeah. formal. Like it yep. comes to your left. Here you go. Put it, you know, it's a very, it, and again, it wasn't like bougie formal diamonds. It's, it's a Michael Mina restaurant. That's nice, but you know, elegant, yeah. nice, mm-hmm. you know, upper, you know, upscale, I don't know, business. I don't know. Well, how would you You know, there, it's a
1: it's a five you know it's a five star restaurant yeah right yeah, yeah. right right so it's, it's a nice it's a really nice steakhouse right it's
0: called, like, really nice right and so then I we asked a question like how was the food the food was great what mm-hmm. stood out well you know the attention to detail you know filling up my glass uh, and it, it was crazy at the end of the entire thing right we get these little to go bags of popcorn yeah like what a touch yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the little subtle things that really make a magnificent It's difference. such a
1: cheap thing given the cost of the meal, but what, but, a, but what it, an impact. It yeah, made, but at you know? the end
0: you're but, like, oh, okay, it's not a mint.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? Exactly. You know, I mean, Robert Cialdini would be so proud. It wasn't <laughs> one mint. It was, you know, 50 <laughs> popcorn kernels, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see the statistic of that, right? Like, I like, know. oh, the I tip know. exponentially. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. It was, uh, yeah, by far a great experience. I mean, I, I thought the service, too, was awesome. Like, yeah. The, like you said, the touches and the little things that they did. Um, yeah, it just made it, it you know, it, it, it's great to take the team out to experience something like that because you really notice it's not just the price of the food. And, yeah, the food's better, but sometimes a steak is a steak is a steak, you know. Right. What, what makes you know, uh, this restaurant bourbon steak better than Roos Chris, mm-hmm. you know, and we went to Roos Chris and, and don't get me wrong. They gave us great service there, but it was just a, a, just a tad, a touch better here. Yeah. You know, yeah. So in, in a few little details that improve it, make it better.
0: Yeah. So th- that's the thing. I mean, if you really look at it, just, just in comparison, right. And I know this sounds absolutely crazy, but, but let's say a, a Chrysler store, there's yeah. Chrysler stores all over the country. There's thousands of there's Chevy stores. There's Toyota stores there, whatever. Right. And the funny thing is, is everybody knows. Let's imagine that these stores, let's say the Chrysler store, right? Yeah. Chrysler is steak. Let's just say that the name is steak. Yeah. Right. And so Chrysler equals steak. Okay, fine. So everybody, so what really defines the experience is the name in front of it. It's usually, it's got, it's gotta be the name of the, of, of the store. Yeah. Chrysler, right? Yeah, You know, or, or Dodge or, or whatever Toyota, right? So it would be G man Toyota. Yeah. Right. What makes it stand out? Yeah. Cause everybody knows it's Toyota. Everybody knows their steak, yep. right? It's the G man, right? Yeah. It's the G man. That's that special thing. And that's why I, I laugh. Cause you know, we do what we do and we go across the country and we was like, yeah, but it's, it's just, it's just a Chrysler store. It's just a Jeep store. You know? Right but it's not it's the other brand the one that's really representing it yeah right and that's that's the magic
1: and that's the most important thing and you know i think that's you know <clears throat> that's like you said it's what we try to teach it's like you have to find a way to differentiate yourself and a lot of i think i feel like the, a lot of guys fall into this trap like, i'm sorry you know i don't want to be sexist guy i say guys uniformly <laughs> but guys and gals a lot of people you know who work at car dealerships they fall into this trap where well, you don't understand it's Chevy or, well, you don't understand it's Ford or it's Toyota or it's, you know, it's not Lexus, right? But that doesn't mean you can't be a high, you know, you can't deliver a high level of service at a Toyota store, or a Chevy store, or a Ford store. Just because it's not BMW or Mercedes doesn't mean you can't do that. Right. And you should do that. Why not? Um, you know, we just, we just got another Chevy store just recently, and, and I was talking with them about that. And I said, okay, so what's your position in the marketplace? Like, what is it that you guys want to be? Do you want to be the cheapest? Do you want to have high volume? Are, is your drive set up for that? Is your shop set up for that? Like, are you ready to just like car, 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 and try to convert as much as you can? Um, and you're going to you know, drive a lot of low profit to get a few high profit. That's the strategy. You can do that. But um, in their case, their shop's not set up for that. Their drive's not set up for that. They can't handle that level of volume. Um, So then why try to play that game, right? So then the other way to do it is why don't you be a little bit more boutique-y, a little bit more exclusive, and offer things that these high-volume stores can't because of the volume. Like there are certain things that's going to interrupt you because you do volume. And so you could be the better, you know, the better Chevy store, right, because because of that. And um, to me, it's like it's a decision. And then once you decide that, I think you have to, like, dig in. And that's what you do because if you decide to be volume, you better get really good at conversion. Really good, because <laughs> really you lose good. your butt. You yep. know, uh, you know, like our like the Honda store. You know, like Dougie, like he's like if, he's a master at conversion because they drive a lot of traffic through there. And you have to you have to get really good at that. It comes everything you do. So anyway, I think that you know, uh, welcome to 2023. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how about we give that as a tip for 2023 coming into 2023. Like, well, it's, it's true. Pick, pick your lane.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, no, but it's it, it's it's the truth, right? Yeah. You got to pick which one you are, and yeah. a lot of places try to do both, and it's admirable. I mean, I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know your dealer is going to prefer you being a volume store because the volume, you know, creates gets to them the, it's gets just, the bins, gets the market share, gets yeah. to this, Gets to that. But at the same time, I and mean, how do you value your your, I guess your business, your model, yeah. right? I mean, I know right now. Uh, the market is adjusting, right. Uh, prices, car prices are just dropping off, yeah. of, uh, out, you know, out of the sky. Uh, we, we knew this was going to come. We've been talking about it. You know, I, I actually feel bad for our variable friends. Yeah. I feel bad That's for our be, variable friends. And I'll tell you why they're going into it, a tough time. <laughs> well, uh, this is, I'm going to tell you why you're going to a tough time because after two years of just literally, you know, living the dream. Yeah. Right. You lived the dream for such a long time. I know several friends in the business, G man, that changed their variable compensation packages yeah. recently. Like they just did it in July, August. That sucks, right? And I'm like, oh, dude. Like, oh yeah, you know, we're just gonna cap them, and we 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 increased our packs, and we tripled our packs because we we're trying to whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, and I'm over here going, well, your packs are about to disappear, homeboy. Yep. Those packs are gone because you're going to have no salespeople to come play with you because prices, I mean, negotiations happen. Yeah. It's for the first time. I mean, God, it just felt, it felt weird, but it felt similar. It was, it was a weird thing. Yeah. You know, talking to going to our clients, you know, and, and, and talking to the general managers and talking to the sales managers and saying, Hey guys, I'm like, yeah, man, I got to well, we got to take deals. We got to take. We got to slash some prices on these new cars. Yeah. I'm like, dude. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take five thousand dollars off if you want to buy this car. I mean, how many of our clients are like trying to buy and sell these cars? Yeah. No. Like, right? Hey, do you guys need a vehicle? I got one for. It. I'll give you a killer deal. Yeah. You know, I'll give it to you at at this price. Take five thousand dollars off. Give me invoice. My you know minus a thousand. I'm like, no, we're 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 good, man. Like we're good. <laughs> you know, we're okay. <laughs> Why? Well, if I you're ca- selling jets, we need one of those. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, just man. to get us around I, I keep getting crap about that where's the jet where's the gdi jet where's it at, dude like, i'm bro, not great honestly
0: <laughs> well we need to get Grant out yeah come on yeah grant help us out bro why not yeah like show us the way kick down yeah, yeah. let's go help a brother out yeah for sure
1: um <laughs> well i was gonna say so a few months ago i was driving into um the dodge store and i was out visiting them and uh, i drove onto the parking lot and they got that lot, you know, they're on that hill and the, the building's kind of on the top and in ev- the everything out that parking lots on the bottom down there. Mm-hmm. And you drive, I drove into the bottom and I went, wow, they like, before that thing was empty, right? Like you could skateboard right. and like, it was crazy. And so now I noticed that it had a few rows of cars and I was like, Ooh, are they moving inventory around? Or is that for real? And, uh, and so I was talking to the people there and I said, look, if you guys are paying attention, we're starting to notice that, right? Like across the country, it's like you said, we're starting to see inventories build up, interest rates are changing, like the market's starting to shift. You got to watch for that. Why? Because fixed operations for 2023 is going to be more important. Mm-hmm. Like if the sales department can't do what they need to do and they're now they got to go through all these pains, the change of pay plans, all the crap that they got to unwind because they've been living mm-hmm. in a heyday. And it's like, so then the fixed ops are going to be called upon to to help the store. And so I was kind of relaying this to these guys there. And then um, I went back in December and I drove onto the lot and it was full. Like, like look like pre-COVID. Wow. Full. Like I, to the likes of which I have yet to see. I was like, oh. So then I went up to him. I'm like, did I tell you? <laughs> That I tell you, like, and then they're complaining, used cars aren't moving, right. used car techs aren't busy, you know? And so I said, great. So now what do we do? Take those used car techs and let's do something else with them, mm-hmm. right? Let's get those guys working on customer cars. Yeah, it be great. Yeah, I think if you're out there listening to us right now and you're thinking about this stuff, you know, as, as this new year comes in and it's like, yeah, uh, you know, think about it. Like the sales department's going to go through a rough time. They need us, you know?
0: You know, it's funny. A lot of people too, uh, and and I'm 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 gonna give you all the props on this. You know, recently a lot of our clients have have said, "Hey, you know, it's the new year. We want to do a, a slight price adjustment and whatnot." You know, what would you suggest? Hmm. So, what did the G man suggest? We well, got at least go ten percent, ten percent. Now, why? I, I think I you know at first I was like, "Yeah, that's a that's a good number," but why did we why why go ten percent? Well, I mean,
1: so uh, the way I look at it is, and I think the way most you know most people look at it most businesses look at it is that the co- the inflation's rising at a rate of 10% or just under 10%, right? So if if the cost of goods around us is going up by 10%, you have to imagine that your cost of doing business is going up, right? rags uh, we just we just was it BG or something like that uh not to name drop but um, they just did a price increase, mm-hmm. and so we had to go through and reevaluate everything. And so, like that, and that's kind of what the market's been doing. That every but costs of supplies and goods, everything's going up. Okay, so if you're staying flat, then you're behind. So if you're if you if door rate effective labor rate is what it was in like you know twenty two or or even twenty one, then you're missing it because. That, it, that inflation is going to start to eat you alive. You're actually going backwards. Mm-hmm. So you have to elevate by 10% at least to stay zero. Now, if you want to grow a little bit, you got to come up even higher than that. But the other thing I think to pay attention to right now is what happens in 23. Because as we go into 23, is it going to stay that way? Is it going to go down? You got to pay attention to it because if it continues to rise, you're better off like maybe quarterly or at least you know twice a year looking at your rates and your and co- your sale or I'm sorry your pricing and start to edge those up rather than waiting to the end of the year and jump at 15 percent again I think you're better off raising it a few points throughout the year and kind of starting to try to keep pace with inflation the other thing I was reading about that that I hadn't talked to you about uh, is um that inflation can spike too so there's been a couple instances one where it went to 14 and then yeah and then another one where it went to 20. Wow, And kind of without notice. So it's like if history, you know, repeats itself, we need to look back at those things and say, if that could happen to us, are we ready? And If you, you know, let's just say it happens in June. If you've already moved your price, you know, a couple of times before June, you're at least in a way better position than everybody else. Because if it really starts to jump up, you're going to be behind it and you're going to be raising your prices and your customers going to feel that impact that it could could affect your business. Right.
0: I agree with that. Uh, you know, it's funny because I have a tendency of looking deeper. I, I'd, I would I would go a little deeper on it. And this is me, oh, right? Yeah. And what I mean is I would take into consideration the percentage. If if I know what my personnel expense is, and let's say my personnel expense is 200000 right? And I can take into consideration that if inflation is 10%, cost of living is going to go up that, right? Mm-hmm. So I add the 10% to that. So now I'm at two hundred twenty thousand. Yeah. So at the two hundred twenty thousand, I take into consideration: like, what would I have to do to make to ensure that I maintain the levels of profitability that I want from my net? Let's say it's thirty five percent net to gross, and I know that I'm going to have a, a spike. Then I adjust my price structure to allow me to do the cost of living increase payout to my employees, mm-hmm. right, which they deserve, right? right? Of course. And then just maybe, spor- you know, add a tad percentage, half a percent, whatever more, to understand that our costs are going to go up. Yeah. Right. So forget about personnel, the cost of, of the supplies we're going to purchase, like you said, BG rags, all that. If we know there's going to be that adjustment, then we, we, we pay that adjustment somewhat forward while, uh, while helping everybody around. Right. Yeah. Because the assumption quite often is add the 10%. Well, well that sucks. 10% is going to go to the bottom line to the owner or, or, <laughs> or, or, or to the store or whatever. Yeah. Right. And, and their owners don't think that way. I mean, they really don't, it, 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 you know, I, I wish there's such a huge misconception. Oh, these guys have yachts and these yeah. guys have cars and these guys have properties. And these guys are like, listen, when you're making money, right? Even at 20%, if it's 20% net to gross, right? And the store is making 100,000, you got to put the 100,000 somewhere. Yeah. So they usually put it in property. Or they put it in buying something. They do whatever, right? Yeah. And it, it's, it's really shelters, I think, for certain things. Yeah, but most for the most part, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got to do something. Yeah. Right? And and so I I I speak for for the owners that we know, good good people, good people who want to help their community, good people that yeah. are trying to help their employees. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just think they get the, the the bad rap. Now, mind you, I'm only speaking for the owners that we know. Yeah, there are guys out there. There are guys. Sure. Oh, we yeah. yeah. I've known. some. I mean, I've Oof. met
1: some of them. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Like real yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah. like and they'll tough. squeeze the they'll squeeze a. What do they say they'll squeeze two dimes out of a nickel, you know. They, they're like, yeah. So I mean, that that's out there, but I don't think that you know you can really like make a blanket statement that they're all that
0: way. No, that's not fair. Mm-mm. It's not fair.
1: Uh, and wages is an important thing. So again, you know, as we go into this new year, pay attention to that because that's the thing. Uh, inflation drives wage right because cost of goods go up, wages have to go up like that's a thing to to watch out for so you know as your your co- all your costs are going to start going up they have to it's just it's it's it is math it's what this this the cycle that we're in and that's going to change yeah and you, but you got to as you're here you can't let your profitability go to hell while we're going through these next you know 2 3 years as we as we make this adjustment and come out of it
0: yeah i don't know man like i'm i'm a little torn because we're going back to this to this, what we consider old normal, but it's like, it's coming back with a vengeance because it's making up for all the time that just was spent in this uh, weird abyss and this anomaly and it's saying, Oh no, we we got to catch up. You're, you're behind. So we're going to, you know, multiply. Yeah. Right. And so it comes back that strong. Right. And I'm just thinking, will people actually start going back to work? Will people actually start working more? Yeah. Where are they? Mm. Where are they? No, I don't know. I don't either. I hope hope that there are individuals out there that are saying, you know what? Like, I value my time and I wanted more time off. And, you know, work-life balance is great. But, damn, I balanced more of my life than I did work. So I got to get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We hope. I mean, I hope. You know what I'm saying?
1: At some point you think that would happen. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's yeah, interesting. You know, there's almost a part of me that's just gets freaked out because you see, you still see signs of help wanted. You still mm-hmm. see people that we're, I'm sorry, we're shorthanded. We still see that like people are like, where are the people? Yeah.
1: Well, the interesting thing I learned, uh, the other day I was, I was at the doctor and they were talking about it and I was, I was trying to get an appointment. I was telling them, man, it's just impossible to get an appointment. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't get in to see the doctor. And she goes, yeah, they all retired. And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, well, like when COVID happened, a lot of the elderly doctors, a lot of, I don't even want to say elderly, a lot of the guys that were, you know, senior doctors, they just decided that it's not worth the risk to them because they're older and, you know, they could have complications if they caught COVID. And so they just, they just didn't come back. They just retired out. And so now they don't have them. And so it's like imagine that, like all these physicians and everybody, like just they, like not even just like like took a took a hiatus. There's no hiatus. They're not coming back.
0: Hold on a second. So you're telling me that all those reports two years ago to say put all put all your money down on carnival Cruise Lines. I should have fucking done yeah. that. Yeah, no, that was way to go. They're going. all on there. <laughs> uh, they're all. That's, what, there. There. Well, That's yeah. what they're there. What are they doing? Come yeah. on. And then think about
1: like the like economy and where's inflation coming from? Those bastards are out there spending all their money Exactly. <laughs> raising the prices of everything <laughs> there's no right. shortage
0: of people buying shit I'll tell you that man that's, that's for it's sure crazy that's it's for crazy. sure all right well w- the tips of the day are evaluate your price structure yeah. adjust to your market uh, be prepared it's coming uh, you know we've been saying this a long time I think if if we're gonna give out some some uh, some advice for 2023 is shift your focus to one thing and one thing only 100 fixed absorption, 100% fixed absorption. If, if we've talked about it or we haven't talked about it, that's what you do. You identify. Now, how do you do that guys? How do you do that? Get with your general managers, go talk to them and identify overall. What is my percentage and the percentage? It's very simple, right? You you take all the expenses of the store minus sales, variable commissions and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then you calculate, okay, if, if if I didn't sell one car, right, could I pay for everything else? Yeah.
1: Does the fixed pay for Does that? Does the fixed yeah. pay
0: for all that, yeah. right? Uh, and, and people, listen, I know there's people out there like, well, hold on, Coach J. Like NADA says it's this formula and, and NCM says it's this formula and da 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 da, da. Look, I'm not going to tell you which formula to use. Go talk to, to your ownership. Go talk to your general manager. Say, look, what, what number do you want us to use? Yeah. Right. And what percentage are we at so that I know how to move it? And and you know what I'm saying? Uh, And
1: the percentage in the formulas is less relevant to the fact that can you, can the store survive? Correct. Without the sales department. Correct. If they can and you can help support them or if you're close, you know, if you can get closer to that, it's just going to make life easier. And if they don't sell as many cars, it's just going to help the dealership to limp along until they can sell more cars. So, you know, don't, don't get caught up in the calculation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that, that's, that's my advice going into 2023. Yeah. I think that's the thing we should go for.
1: The only last point I would say is, um, you know, we talked about pricing definitely for sure. We talked about picking your business model and attacking that what you want to do. The only other thing I would say in closing, um, to make sure is that you start thinking about growing your physical staff. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that they've been struggling with lately is the volume is going to continue to increase
0: guys. We're, we're not, don't worry. We're not selling a side business of steroids or anything. We're no. not talking about that kind of growth. Okay.
1: <laughs> you got to grow. <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it's like, you know, if they're not going to buy a new car. They're going to fix their car. That's right. We've been in, in, you know, we have examples of this. We've been through this a couple of times, especially in 2008 when the real estate bubble popped. that's exactly what happened. So, um, and a lot of dealers weren't ready for it. it be ready for that because then it, it puts you on top and puts you in the driver's mm-hmm. seat. So, Yeah. Think about all those things as we go into this new year. Hopefully things are going to be brighter for us, but um, we're going to, we're going to be here. and We're going to keep trying to uh, dispense whatever knowledge it is that we have or pick up along the way. So we look forward to sharing that with you. Um, We appreciate you tuning in to this episode of hard shop life. And as always, we're uh, trying to bring you the latest, greatest content. And I know there are gaps sometimes, but if you subscribe, you don't have to worry about that because the minute new content lands, it, boom, it ends up on your mobile device and you can listen right away. Um, So, and we, trust me, we appreciate that more than you know. Um, Last year was a blessing, not being able to do the show as often as we'd like. was really nice to hear from the listeners and the fans and talk about, hey, you know, this really is impactful for us, which makes us just really want to do that more, right? Because we really, really want to get back to this industry. So, Sorry, still trying to get over this thing. That being said, uh, we will see you again on the next episode of The Hard Hard Shop Life.